0: You're listening to the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast, where nail techs find inspiration and motivation to take their career to the next level. We welcome you here. Now tribe up and slay your day. Here
1: is your host, Becky Bunnell.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Bunnell. With this episode today, it is sponsored by SoGel Nails. Don't forget to hop on over to sojoneels.com forward slash contest to enter for today's product giveaway. All right, guys. I have my special guest here all the way from the UK. It is eight o'clock in the morning here. I think it's three. So we're like, what, 8.30 and 3.30 your time. So 8.30 here in Utah and 3.30 in the UK. But this is my special guest, Katie Barnes. Hi, Katie. So... I'm just starting my day. You're probably winding down with your day. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am so excited you're on here with me today. I first probably met Katie in person was with we were both nail, nail stars on cruise with the nail stars, and I was trying to remember was that 2019 or 2018. I think it was 18. Now yeah. I think it was 18. I just feel like 2020 has made me brain dead because I can't remember anything. Before technically, just counts a year, does it? Yeah, it's just like, when was, yeah, everything. But we had the pleasure of being on cruise with the Nail Stars. We were both educating on there, so we got to meet each other in person for the first time there. It was awesome to hang out with you for a week. We had a lot of fun on there. And then we were also both at Nail Camp East in Georgia in 2019, and I was kind of getting on there. I, I went live today on my Instagram, and I was telling people, it brought up the memory of us trying to get to Nel Camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like how, how a journey or something. That was quite the trip. Sweet Michelle picked us up from the airport and we were trying to get to the cabins. <laughs> and it was very dark and it was some very windy roads and we had a few people in our truck get sick and we had to pull over, but, and Katie was one of them. Amy was another. And I'm in the back laughing at the situation. I wasn't laughing that you guys were sick. Like Katie had been on like no sleep forever, but I just found the humor in it that we were lost. We were in these backgrounds of Georgia, couldn't find our way to camp and We were getting sick because of the windy roads, but that was a good time. Anyways, Katie, we're just going to jump into you. I want everybody to get to know you a little bit better. Many people do know you, but tell me a little bit about Katie Barnes. Like, what part of the UK are you in? What do you do? And um, you have so many things. You have so many things. So just, it's your time to shine and brag about yourself. So tell tell us all about Katie.
1: So, uh, yeah, I'm from the UK, um, I'm in a really beautiful little town right in the centre called Warwick um, in England, and we have a beautiful, beautiful castle, which you can, uh, it's just up the road from here, so that's lovely. Um, I am an educator and brand owner of my own full range, Katie Barnes to Full Range. Um, I started in the industry, I mean, like 13, 14 years ago now, it's hard to always remember, count, isn't it, remember. I then I think about three years into my um career as a nail technician I then owned my own salon and um, so I've done that then I started educating as well as that and um, but my passion really lay in the education side of the industry so um I, I just focused on that really uh, and then I, I sold um as many educators do um also sold some products that I used in my training on the side of the education and there was just a need for nail tools that so my nail kits used to um consisted of all sorts of random things so I'm from a competition background so anybody that is listening to this that competes knows that you know some of the things that we use are the most random little tools just to perfect your nails and things and I was always making them myself so I was having to file them in and cut them and tailor them and change them to be suitable which is a bit of a pain it's not ideal so I wanted to create a tool range that incorporated those products that you could use without then having to tailor them so they were sort of as I wanted them when I was was competing and one of the other things was um cuticle tools as well so I'm left-handed which so being a left-handed tech to try and find tools that are suitable for you is is really quite tricky and um, scissors and the things in the way that you you need to hold them can really be difficult so I wanted to also create something that was suitable for right-handed and also for left-handed techs and um, so I I, I do teach still now um, at the moment I haven't for quite a while due to lockdown restrictions in the UK so um, how it is here at the moment is it's generally lockdown I think first March last year March 2020 there have been a couple of short weeks where we may have been able to open um, I, I made the decision not to um, because we weren't able to be in close contact with somebody that worked for considerable amounts of time and I didn't feel face to face I could teach that from the other side of the room I might as well do it online so uh teaching wise come on, uh, haven't been able to do that classroom wise for a long time now um but I am still Offering those and doing quite a lot of online courses as well, which is it's great. But it's been brilliant because it has allowed me more time to focus on the brand and bring out some new and exciting products. So obviously, yeah. we've got the KB Glow is a new product which was designed on the back of me having to work from home and be teaching at home. I think it was suddenly like the country's locked down. Right, you can't do any face to face. I had like I think three days later I had a training course and I had to teach in my dining room and it's like oh well, what do I do um so that was where that was developed and it's actually it's been great because it's allowed me the time then to develop that to produce something for other texts to be able to offer their teaching and streaming and content and stuff so it's 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 it's, it's, it's worked well actually for, for us
0: Yes, it's wonderful and it's I can't wait to get recording. I obviously ordered one and I was impatient. I couldn't wait to to use, <laughs> to get the. US supplier. I was like, I gotta have it right now. And um ah, I'm so excited to actually have something that is bright and lit up and that can keep you where you need to be. And it's perfect because the phone can sit right on top there. And yet you can put an iPad so that you can actually see and not have to be looking on the top of your phone. And and every time I swear I do a video, I was always like, you know, the phone's hanging down here. And I'm I'm trying to look through it. And I'm always like out of I'm like wandered off out of the camera. And it's so difficult. And if anyone has ever done videos, like it's really hard to stay under the shot, like because you're working away. Yes, you're wandering, and then you've got people commenting. Yeah, and you got people commenting, and they're going, "You're out of screen. You're out of screen. We can't see what you're doing." And you're just like, "Oh crap!" But it's so difficult. Well, I'm
1: and- on a live. But if you're not on a live and you're recording it, and you need to edit it, you've got no one to tell you you're out of shot, and you've got to end up we. Re- making it I know so many people that have lost like a whole entire class because they have to reshoot it again because they've been in this corner doing it because you think oh no that's that's fine I, I know where I'm meant to be and so it's great that it like keeps you staying in place
0: it is and that dude, just the lighting is so good and oh I, I cannot wait to start recording with that so how long did it take you to come about getting that together I mean because I know I know products and things like that boy it takes a long time to to create things like that because you know product wise they're sending stuff back you're you're testing it well you're tweaking it it's not quite right you send it back they you know so I mean how how long did it take for you to have that all come together
1: so it was March till December so um. Well, first of all, it was uh, it was just overnight Andy made me something because I needed to do, I needed to use my phone. I couldn't use my camera and I had to do it overhead. Um, and I didn't have anything that I could do that with. And he ended up actually uh, making me this sort of makeshift light box out of a cardboard box and a coat hanger and holes in it that I put my desk lamps in and things. So my phone was able to sit and it was White paper underneath, and it worked how I needed it. And then he asked me, you know, is is, is that any good? Is that helpful? Yes. So, as as this cardboard box started, <laughs> <laughs> this, um, we got some foam and and made a slightly uh, more durable version of it. Um, and as we were doing things with it, we just thought, you know, what this would be so helpful for other technicians trying to do this. Um so we thought, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's make this something. And trying to find, well, one of the hardest ones is trying to find suppliers. It was difficult because we thought because being a filming studio, there isn't anything like it. So we knew we needed to get it um patented, but so then you have to be really careful who you're approaching as a manufacturer, especially with that. because you've got that risk that then they could take that idea, make it, because they've got facilities to do so. Anyway, really lucky, uh, there's a manufacturer that is a 10-minute drive from us. Right. So we sort of did this bit of a drawing. They made it into something. (laughs) And then being 10 minutes away was brilliant because we could just drive there really easily to pick up um, prototypes and then just give them a call and then again the next day we'd have another prototype so we didn't have to worry about that whole shipping thing of uh, testing things out which was great. And then yeah in December it finally everything came together and we were happy with everything, we'd done all the changes, we tested it, uh, got the patent application, all the trademark stuff and that it was ready for December so Excellent Christmas present for many
0: techs. Oh, my goodness, yes. And it looks like you were just, like, obviously blown away with the amount of orders you got. And you were just, like, packaging them up. And um, it looks like it's been a great thing for you. And now you have a U.S. distributor. Do you want to tell us all about that?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got a U.S. distributor, uh, Tiffany Cordoza, Cordoza, who we worked with together, didn't we, at um, yes. Nail Camp East?
0: Yes. She's
1: based in Oregon and so she is distributing the glows and my tool range as well um, which is great for the US because I had I do get a lot of orders from the US and it just saves on that shipping and customs charges that is just international orders are a killer and the glow itself is a it's a four kilogramme uh, weight item I don't think you do kilograms but heavy is yes. <laughs> a heavy item yeah. so it's like super expensive shipping so it's yeah. great that it saves saves on that
0: yeah oh that is so exciting I'm so ah I'm so proud of you that's just so amazing it's so fun to be able to just be like okay now I'm an inventor I've done this I've done that um so what's the status with the UK? You say you're still locked down. What's happening?
1: So at the moment, they've said, what are we, 17th of February, they've said that schools may be going back on the 8th of March. But then Scotland have just, um, so Scotland follow, they do their own rules, and Wales do. They, we're, everyone's similar, but um, everyone just has slightly different rules. It's um, They've just locked down again for another two weeks, so who knows really don't know actually so maybe schools again back on the 8th of March or not I don't yeah there's meant to be an announcement on the 22nd but who knows they're trying to roll the vaccine out and they're actually they're doing a good job with the vaccine I don't know how that's going for you guys with the vaccine and stuff whether you're getting a good
0: um, yeah, I mean, water. it seems to be they've been putting that out. We've been lucky here. I, I've been very lucky in southern Utah, because we never have been shut down. So I have been able to work through the whole pandemic. Um, our schools were only shut down from March to May last year, and they've went to school this entire year. So they started in August, and they haven't been shut down at all. You know, they've had to wear the masks and social distance or whatever. But, oh, my gosh, I've been so blessed that I have not had to close my doors. I did take, I think, two weeks off when it, the pandemic first hit, just mm-hmm. because it was so unknown. And it was just like, what's going on, you know? Other than that, been able to work. So, been very blessed. So, I feel bad for you guys that have been so shut down. So, you have some other, and I don't know if you want to talk about personal, but you got engaged recently. They did. <laughs> I love it. Do you have a date set or anything for that?
1: Yeah, uh the 27th of November.
0: Nice.
1: Um, I'm hoping by then, well, who knows. I think we thought this type like last year, um sort of mid last year that by this year it'd be fine and everything would be back to normal, didn't we? And pfft but um so yeah we've said november we've said that as much as we'd love the whole big wedding everybody there the most important thing is getting married right so if we have to do it with just, you know, with restricted numbers and um, because that's how they'd be doing weddings here. I don't know what um yes. you guys would be doing. They'd be doing like I think it was 30 at one point, 15 at another. If we have to do it with restricted and have a
0: big party at another date, we'll do that. So. Yes, exactly. Well, congratulations on that. So a couple yeah. questions. What is your your favorite thing about your career in this industry? What is your one of your favorite things?
1: I'd probably say all the different opportunities so uh where well, I was talking to us earlier like all all the different things that I and like job roles different job roles and, and different jobs that have been available um and how you can progress to do different things like you know if you want to be a technician you can you could be a technician but you could be something else as well you can change from being a technician to an educator or, or, or do your own brand and things like that are great because um there's so many nail technicians that suffer with the hands and backs and mm-hmm. that kind of thing so it's great that there is that other side that you can do um if you aren't able to then continue doing your clients so you can still be in that industry and um, without physically having to do it so I love that and all the different opportunities and again there's so many other things as well and uh, things that I've done um, and that many other texts can do so it's like your session work your you know you've got your catwalks your shows your editorial magazine work and um, things like what you're doing Becky you've got your, your streaming your channels mm-hmm. um, uh, and also obviously the education so there's loads of different opportunities that you can do so I think that's great to have that wide variety in one industry
0: I totally agree with that and we didn't talk are you still an editor do you still do your editing um your articles and blogs and stuff for scratch magazine
1: yes there's me guessing that one so yes so I write a fortnightly blog for scratch magazine um and um articles lots of different um articles ad hoc for other um other publications uh, brands and things like that so yeah that's another one as well that's a great opportunity to be able to work with with magazines
0: it's awesome i i would have to agree with you that with that with this kind of a career um this industry because like you said you want to just be a nail tech be a nail tech you want to take it farther you can just keep going into the education side, the instructor side, you know, now I'm taking on apprentices. I know things are a little different there. I've got the podcast, I've got my tribe nail tech, you know, apparel, you know, I've invented my own little gel holder too. So like, you can just go as far as you want in this industry, nothing's holding you back, but yourself. So you can just go as far as you want, or if you just want to stay behind the chair, it's great. What is something you think the industry that we're struggling with that we could do better? Like what needs to change?
1: So I think there's two things. One is the regu- regulating the industry. Now you guys have to have a license. I know that doesn't stop unregulated text, but it's probably a lot better than um. the the situation in the UK so there's absolutely no licensing of any kind Um, we do have qualifications and you can't gain insurance without the qualification but you don't need insurance and you don't need the qualification so anyone can set up a nail shop if they wanted it would just be at that risk that they um, wouldn't be insured but there's nothing governing that there's generally we don't tend to get any therefore with because the, there's no licensing there's no spot checks or lack of health and safety and all those issues as well the other and I would say that this is a worldwide issue in the industry is undercharging Huge. Mm-hmm. So, so many nail technicians undercharge and devalue themselves the problem with that It then affects the whole industry. So it tends to devalue the whole industry as well, because then it gets to that whole expected of, oh well, I should only be paying £20 for a set of nails because that's what you know so and so charges. And I think technicians tend to um it's probably very much the same everywhere that. It's very much like you come out of school, you do qualification and there's five salons around your nail techs and you will look at their price lists and you will set your price on that. So, you know, you might do an average, you might do a little bit cheaper, you might do the same where you actually have no idea what your own overheads are. And a lot of the time, that you know, the prices you're setting it against, you'll be losing money. And um, I remember it's a chat that we had, I think, on the cruise um, with Amy, because Amy does that course of uh, keeping profits in your pockets.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: And we were just chatting about that and like the importance and where her accountant made her break every tiny little thing down. Wow. And you don't realise the costs of everything of it, you know you're running the business and your product and treatment costs as well so I think that that's I think that would be good if, if I, I I don't know if it is with you guys um but something that needs to be taught like at the very beginning of the course and um, so when you're learning I think it's something that should should be talked about and um you know the understanding of the pricing rather than yeah just picking a number out and hoping that will do so I think that's something that's um really important for this industry it's just pricing correctly and seeing and valuing your worth and not apologizing for it now that's a very British thing as well that's you know to apologize for things like that I know a lot of other countries and and cultures it's it's not and in Britain it's quite bad for you know doing that kind of thing apologizing and then giving discounts and people never wanted to pay full price but it's just I think it's as well and sticking to it and believing in yourself and valuing yourself is then the most important thing to that because once you believe in yourself value your work and value yourself you will then value what you're charging.
0: Exactly. I totally agree with you on this because I don't think they're teaching it in our schools. I'm pretty sure they're not. Um, I try really hard to teach my apprentices that. And, you know, it's a tricky one because they're always like, well, what should I start being brand new coming out of the industry? And it is a hard question to answer. It really is because there's so much that goes into it. Like you said, Your table costs aren't just the actual product that you're using. It's so many little things. You've got to figure in your paper towels or table towels, like every little thing that you're using at that table, your insurance, your rent, advertising, so much goes into your price, your education, especially when they're first coming out, obviously, like Amy teaches You know, you need to write the date on a product and how long did it take you to finish that product, then you need to go back and count how many services lasted and then you know how much that one product cost you per client. So when you figure everything you use in the salon, sometimes it can take a long time to figure that but I totally agree with you on that. And I feel like people come out of school And then they'll look at all the different prices that people charge, and then they'll say, well, to build my clientele, I'm going to go lower than them to try to get more people to me. And I just don't like that thinking very well. You know, I say, call around in your area and maybe find an average to start at. But I try to teach my girls, like, inflation goes up every year, prices of product go up every year. So we need to be raising something on our price menu every single year. You know, maybe it's not five or ten dollars every year. Maybe it's a couple bucks here, a couple bucks here, whatever. But we need to continually be raising our prices. But I agree with you on that. And people have another backward thinking on that. It's like, well, I'm going to be the cheapest and have the most clients. But guess what? You're working harder. You're the one working the 10 and 12 hours a day. Like, I only want to work the six hours a day and I want to charge this much so that I'm working less. But I'm making more money, you you know?
1: Harder, not harder.
0: Yes, and and they don't realize that until later, 28 years, my back, my neck, I'm I'm paying the consequences now for those long days and those, you know, five, six days a week that I was working 10 and 12 hours a day just bust in my butt trying to earn a dollar, right? So I try to teach them to have a different outlook on that, um, but gosh, dang, I think it's so important, and what they don't realize is if we're all doing the same thing, together we rise. We all raise our, raise our prices. We are more valued in the beauty industry, you know, and we should be making good money. There is no reason why you shouldn't be making good, good money. How long did you say you've been in the industry then? You've been... 13, 14 years now. 13, 14 years. You have done a lot. You have done a lot in in that time. That's amazing. You've, you've just... She's so... Guys, you've got to look her up because she's so intelligent. She's so smart. She's so educated. She knows so much. Like I said, I have loved getting to know you and being able to be in the same realm with you on different, like, educating platforms and uh, reading your blogs and all your posts. They're all with educational. You're just a wonderful person. I just love you to pieces. And
1: hopefully <laughs> next year, we can be at camp again.
0: I hope so. I hope you can make it again. Katie, tell everybody where they can find you, your websites, your social media, all those things. Definitely get on there, check out her tools, the KB Glow. So what is your website? And then tell them your social media outlets.
1: So my website is And um, Instagram is Barnes tool range. Uh, Facebook is Katie Barnes Academy. Um, They're the two that I really mostly use. Um, Then uh, the US distributor that we've got, um, Tiffany Cordoza. uh, Her website is Supply.com. She's based in Oregon. So um, if you're in the US and you're listening, you can order uh, either directly from us um, or to save on shipping and customs, you can order from Tiffany as well.
0: Perfect! Katie, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a little technical difficulty this morning, but we finally did it. And um, guys, check out the podcast. This is obviously the YouTube version, but you can catch it also on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Alexa. And you can catch my online classes at nailteched.com and find me at Nailed by Becky Bunnell on Instagram and Facebook. And I hope that you subscribe to the podcast and share with all your Nail Tech friends. And as always, drive up and play your day.